All right, we are back and live. We're pre-recorded. Whatever, whatever you're watching, <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah, we're live. Pre-recorded we're li- for the we're live. Uh, welcome to Inspired by True Event Sports podcast. Here, got my boy Kenny Ooh. and Phil. Neil is not here. We gonna miss him. Not. Um, <laughs> but how y'all? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? A lot quieter, so we're good. It's, it's, it's a wonderful day. It's draft season. I'm looking at the mock drafts. Draft I don't even know if there's football being played this weekend or anything. Wait. Wow. Wow. Wait, Justin Fields, come on home. <laughs> hey, why? Why aren't you? You gonna be watching? You're not gonna watch football this weekend? Oh, I'm not. I'm just. It, it's mock draft season now, man. Like, mock there's games, season. but you know, it's all about mock drafts, baby. You can't even be sending mock drafts back and forth. Hey, man, I can't relate. I can't relate, man. It feels good. It feels good, man. But you'll um, be joining us next week. Never, I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll send you a copy of our mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be thinking about no fantasy football this early, man. Not a chance. But um, let's uh, let's get right into it, Phil. What what was the pickums like last week? Uh, the final week of the NFL 2020 season, week 17. Gotcha. So, what do we have? Before we start, I would just like to say, Neil Fatada, I hate you for joining this podcast because since we restarted, I had a huge lead, but then we restarted. So all these dumb picks I make just to be funny, it doesn't work anymore because now I'm sitting at the bottom. I had a nice big lead and I was able to do this. Now I I can't stand it. So thank you, Neil. But I I said I said from the beginning, we should have just did percentage. Yeah, because you can still because you can still do it like. You still go I would up. love to look at the numbers after and see where I actually finished. <laughs> That's a lot of hey man, we could we use those watch hours on YouTube, man. Watch it from multiple accounts. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get monetized real quick. Go ahead, uh go ahead, uh Phil. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the bottom Kenny Gus, which you're at currently still <laughs> after last week. We have, you. You, we have you at 16 and 19. We have Neil in third at 18 and 17. We got me at 21 and 14, and we got Lawrence still in first place at with 23 and 12. So still close. So hey. we have we have plenty of playoff football left to make those picks, and plus six games this week. So sounds like I got to pick all upsets to catch you guys, though. Hey. But that's okay. I got some. Hey, all like playoffs is you consider like in the playoffs? Do you think there is really upsets? Besides, obviously, you think the Browns. I mean, no one thought Listen, I, I got a couple of upset picks. I, I won't spoil them yet. All when we right, get to right. the picks, you'll see them. I, I can already tell, man. Oh, man. So what we're going to do, what we're going to do for this is we're going to, first off, before we say the winner of each game, um, we're going to say three words to describe the matchup or the preview of it. I think it's fun. I saw, I saw somebody doing it. Um, I think it was a really cool idea. So let's get right to it. Um, we have... Indy and Buffalo. What we got, Kenny? What's your what's what's your three words to describe this matchup here? And who you got? Three words to describe the matchup. Circle the wagons. Cause nobody <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm going with to, Buffalo. You got to repeat that. You got to repeat that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Neil. Neil tried calling me. He done. He ruined it. So. Oh but, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I said, 
circle the wagons because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They're the hottest team in football right now. They made the playoffs last year, so they have the playoff experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Buffalo to win. I, I, I don't think that they're going to get to the Super Bowl, so I'm not going to get ahead of myself here. But right now they're the hottest team in football, and I don't see Indy coming into Buffalo where they're going to allow 6,700 crazy Bill fans to be in there. I'm going with Josh Allen and the boys. Dang. All right, now. I'm going to go with uh, my three words, Allen to Diggs, because that's what they've been doing all season, and that's what they're going to continue to do throughout the playoffs, and that's what's been working. So we could see Diggs go off again like he did against the Patriots or the, the team last week. So expect Diggs and Allen to have another great game this week. Wow, we just we – just, I guess – I guess it's just going to have to be the, for me, it's going to be the Bills and my three words to describe this game. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. I don't even know. I can't even, I can't. Kenny kind of took mine. I was going to say circle the wagons. <laughs> I was going to say circle the wagons. Maybe but Josh Allen MVP. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen dominates. That's my three words. Even though you can't, can you even call the name as a word? I don't know. And we're not in English class, yeah. so it don't matter. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Neil just sent me his pick. He says, "You already know who I'm picking, Old Man Rivers." Three words to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right, all right. Um, going from there, we got Kenny's uh, Kenny's favorite team in the NFL outside of Atlanta, um, the Cleveland Browns. And you know, we got a matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So my three words to describe this was, it was fun. Because Cleveland, <laughs> it was fun. You got to the playoffs, but it's over. Can I just point something out here? Now, we're all fans of football. Have you ever seen a team that clinches a wild card spot? Not like they're playing a division game because they won the division and they're playing wild card weekend. Like, no, they clinched a wild card spot because they have a wild card seed, like five, six or seven. And they were wearing t-shirts to celebrate it. They were in the locker room with t-shirts that said playoff pound. Un- unsanctioned, unsanctioned NFL game. Yeah, too. Not even, exactly. <laughs> so, so this it's is, a, this is the Cleveland Browns. We're excited. We're excited to be there. That's, that should have been what the three words were excited to be here is what I should have said, because th- that's it. They're, I'm sorry. They struggled to beat the Mason Rudolph led Steelers. If he throws that ball two inches lower, just, we're going to overtime. There's no chance I'm putting any faith in the Browns. And they're without Stefanski, their head coach, a couple other coaches, and they're going to be without five players. Sorry, not not doing it. Pittsburgh Steelers win this game. I've been debating this, but since, you know, Lawrence has a pretty good lead, I'm going to have to go against Kenny here. So my three words is prove Kenny wrong. Because that's what <laughs> I like it. We 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 know his statement was they weren't going to make the playoffs. I mean, they didn't do it in the most. Um, they didn't do it the best way, but they still made it there. And this week, I don't know how because they all, what Kenny said all those all those coaches out and, and some players, but somehow they're going to pull it off. I have them winning by a late touchdown. I've already – I can't go back on my word. Um, I've so solidified some bets. Um, so Ooh. I don't want to be – I don't want to mess up my track record of staying true to my word. So I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. 
Chubb, Hunt, wow. <laughs> wow. Because that's all they're going to do is run because that's what, because, uh, what is it, Stiscancy, whatever his name is, he's not going to be there. So what does that really, what does that really mean for the person that's taking over for him? They're going to probably be like, he's probably going to call them. He's probably talking to him right now. We're running the ball to the death until I get back. Well, they, they better run the they better run the ball because Baker Mayfield played against Pittsburgh backups and only threw for 196 yards last week. So again, I'm I'm just saying, like they won the game. They proved me wrong. I told you guys if they won, I would eat my words and I would get on here and I would say I was wrong about you, Cleveland. You did it. And I I, I was wrong about you, Cleveland. You did it. You made the playoffs. I gotta be a man of my word. But don't tell me that was pretty. You, if you're if you're truly a Cleveland Browns fan, you can't tell me you're excited about how they looked last week. And if you say you are, then you're a liar. No, nah, they look, they look, yeah, that was that was too close for yeah, the circumstance, to be honest. With with that bum being in that quarterback, he's bad. Right. That's he's that's bad. my point. It, Mason Rudolph is. The, I'm not even going to get into Mason Rudolph. He's terrible. But uh, <laughs> Neil picked Pittsburgh as well. By the way. Okay. Well, I'm glad him and uh, Miles Garrett <clears> up apparently. Oh. Yeah, that w- that was nice to see. All right, um, going from there, we got the L.A. Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. All the trash Neil has talked week in and week out since he's been on here. Week to week, he now he has to face the team he's been talking the most shit about. And if they lose, there's nothing else to say. Nothing, Neil. Neil's quote for this, it was more than three words. He just sent me, just let it be known. This is on all caps, by the way. Just let it be known. Rams over Seahawks all day, and it's F the Saints till death. <laughs> but, like, that's my thing, right? My thing is, let me let me say something to the people. Maybe in this matchup. I, yeah, you feel me? So, I don't know what it is. I rub people the wrong way, but they just got to hate anything that I like. I don't do nothing to them. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't cry when your boy hit sticked. My boy on the sideline. I never said anything about the refs. I said, good game. That's a loss. Never cried as a Saints fan. But he insists on coming to me. How about you get a quarterback that can make a play? For four quarters, Neil. You're going to watch this anyway because we already know you're going to watch it or listen to it. Get a quarterback that's not a bum. How about that? Um, I'm gonna go with my three words. Russ won't cook. Ooh. I'm going with the Rams. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey does enough to keep DK in check. Aaron Donald, as we all know, is a game wrecker. Uh, Leonard Floyd's having a career year lined up next to Aaron Donald. Uh, I think Sean McVay, with having his playoff experience of going and getting embarrassed by. Uh, Bill Belichick might be one of the better things that actually happened to him. Only thing that scares me is that I don't know if Jared Goff is going to be playing, but realistically, Jared Goff is just a glorified game manager. So as long as Walford doesn't blow the game, I think their defense could be good enough to keep them in this game. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to be um, another, you know, since trying to catch up to Lawrence and everything, I'm going to go with everyone else here as well. I'm going to have to go with Seattle. And my three words is, Tyler Lockett, since everyone talking, I mean, this whole season has been about DK and Tyler Lockett has been, you know, been like, not as mentioned as much as DK because he's been targeted more. So I see 
Tyler Lockett having a huge game since most of the attention will probably go to DK with Jalen Ramsey. So I have him maybe having over 100 yards and showing them why he's also there as a receiver. I know what I've been saying since I was heartbroken in week six in the overtime for, for $4,000 on a $5 12-part parlay. It's not three words. And Russ, we trust again and again. It's not going to happen. You have Wolford, Walmart, whatever his name is at quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. Is not. Come on, bro. We're not going to do this. Like, you, It's not sustainable to go throw for 112 and an interception and win in the playoff game. It's not. Unless your defense gets three pick sixes. It's not going to happen. Like, what? Is it really impossible to say the Rams defense won't get three big sixes? That is, that is very true, but give me a fourth fumble here, man. But then again, this ain't the regular season. That boy, that boy Russ, when he get into the playoffs, you're right. This isn't making become. Impressive. He turns into danger, Russ. <laughs> like he starts to run more. He's not. I feel like he's um he hasn't run a lot this season either. But we're gonna see. It's gonna it's gonna be definitely a game I'm gonna watch. Are they playing on Saturday or Sunday? Uh, let me check the schedule. I want to say Saturday. I, I believe you are correct, but let's yeah, see. Yep, Saturday at four forty. Yep, yep. So they're going to be. That's what? the perfect time to game. They're in Seattle too, so that's going to be a well, technically a one o'clock game for them. Four for us, right? Um, but yeah, I got I got Seattle. Um, just like just like Phil said, big major Tyler Lockett has been here. He's made big plays in the playoffs. Um, DK is going to be really amped up because he's. This is his first time. Did Did they make the playoffs last year? Seattle or the Rams? Seattle. Seattle did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, see, he wasn't really. He wasn't really. It was one at that point. Seattle, that they they made the they made the playoffs for the division last year. Mm, okay, okay, but this is the second time here. He's uh he's feeling himself a little bit because of the Megatron uh, comparisons, but. I think you like which said, can I say, Lawrence? Mm-hmm. We were all right. They they were too. Everyone was too quick to call Megatron because he, he got off to an extreme mm-hmm. hot tier, like we all knew, and they all crowned him the second coming. And what I mean, he had a good year. Don't get me wrong, but he yeah. his his Megatron like numbers completely stopped. This is why you do not crown players after three weeks of great play. Yeah, and I I always say I hate comparisons anyway myself because yep. everybody everybody different. Like he's not that he's he's big fast, but. Like that man, Calvin Johnson. Shout out to you, man. Finalist for the Hall of Fame too. Um, he would catch the ball with four human beings on his back. Yeah. Like and we have never there. We're never going to see that again. And the closest, me person, the closest thing we've ever seen is the man in Atlanta. That's the closest whoa. thing we've ever we've ever seen where he can block. He can run every route in the route tree. Run away from people. Where we we're not going to see it. Like we went from comparing DK from like, I mean, he's having a great second season, but mm-hmm. one of the all time greats in Kelvin Johnson, like there are so many other receivers that you just jumped over, like, Oh, mm-hmm. he's the next Kelvin Johnson. Like, so what about Julio Jones? What about D hop? What about Devonte Adams? Like these are all guys that, so he's, he's, he's better than them. Like, I'm sorry. That was, mm-hmm. that was ridiculous. I think it's cause he's, he's new. He's fresh. He's yeah, fun. That, he has a, what they do. he has a pacifier for a mouthpiece. <laughs> he has the, the air rings, the dyed hair, all that. He hit the new addition dance last year in the end zone. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, in Russ, we trust in there. Um, I think I think Seattle finds a way. Going from there, one of my favorite games. I can't wait for this. I can't wait. Tennessee and Baltimore. I can't wait for this. Derrick Henry, if he does this again, if he puts the team on his back, we might have to consider. We might have to consider he's probably one of the best running backs, if not already, uh, that we've watched. I don't know about you guys, but if he he had two thousand yards, two thousand yards, and he needed two forty to get there. Like no one even talked about it because just like it's like oh he's two hundred forty yards, like and it's not gonna happen. And, and then in the third quarter, there. they're like he's twenty yards away. I'm like what? Craziness, bro. Yeah, Craziness. How many? Is this just? It's like his fifth season of having 2,000 or maybe like close to that many yards. No, this was his first time ever going over 2,000. Yeah, over. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, there was like a little animation they put up. Like he, he did something five times, and then you see like the, the likes of Jim Brown and some other great running backs, and then like doing it three times. I forgot what the, I think it was a number of touchdowns, and it might have been over 1,500. But this was the yeah. first time going over 2,000. The last, I think the last three years, he's been over at least 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like like they always compare. They compare to um, they say uh, like kind of like Mark Ingram. How long it took for him to get started in the league? He was always there, but then he didn't really have the opportunities. And when he got the opportunity, then you just you saw what he could do. So them Bama backs, man. Really? You want a good back? Call Nick Saban. They got all of them. They Kenyon Drake, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry. TJ, Mark Ingram, TJ Yeldon. He was great until he got he ended up getting hurt in Jacksonville. But um, what do you, so what y'all think? What do you think about that uh, that matchup, Kenny? Neil's got Tennessee over Baltimore. I'll give you guys that one first. Mm-hmm. And my three words are Lamar gets revenge because Lamar has not won a playoff game yet, and Tennessee spoiled his party last year. So I think Lamar comes out and, t- you know, the, the Jordan mean, and I took that personally. I think Lamar is going <laughs> to take that personally and come, and come out and go nuts. Um, I like Baltimore to finally win. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to Lamar and the boys. I think they win this week. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with Kenny there. My, my three words was, I mean, Kenny pretty much said it revenge for Lamar. So he, they have a chip on their shoulder for last week. I don't have, I mean, it's going to be trouble, hard stopping um, Derrick Henry, but they're going to have a somewhat of a more solidified game plan going in since they saw it last year already. Mm-hmm. So I have them be, I have this being a close game, but I have them winning by the leg of Justin Tucker. So late field goal for the, the Ravens to win. Because, <laughs> boy, I don't – you don't want – there's no way. If it goes to overtime, you saying it goes to overtime or they win it by a kick? They win it by a kick. Oh, you don't want to go to overtime and have Tennessee get the ball. Sidebar, they, they did go to overtime this year, and Tennessee got the ball, and Derrick Henry scored a rush. And you're not going to see the ball back. That's the, that's the thing. But, man, what about what about Tannehill, man? What Did, did, you, see, did you see him late in the game last week? Mm, yep. He was he – was, he, was, he checked out of a lot of plays. He pulled a couple uh, read options, like, um, perfect, perfect every single time. Like he scored a late touchdown too, but um, for me, oh, man, I want Baltimore so bad, but Tennessee. What's your bet telling you? Tennessee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's already locked. It's going. I'm going. I'm going with. 
I'm going with Tennessee here. I already had said it um, on the, I think one of the posts I shared on Facebook. I'm going to try to stay sturdy to my picks because I feel like go with the first, the first uh, instinct. Cause if you go back on it, you're like, damn, I should have bet that. But um, I think Tennessee wins this. Um, I think they win this by four. Um, I think it is a low scoring game. Um, I think it's going to be a bunch of field goals, a few touchdowns and a bunch of field goals where they, people get into the red zone. But the thing about Lamar is he has 46 touchdowns in the red zone. So that means when he touches the 20 yard line in zero in turnovers their, in their territory, that means he scores. He has no touch. He has no turnovers. That is, that's, that's spooky. Like, and he does it. He, as soon as he gets into the red zone, it's a score. Bring it and, up. You know what? He's about to change. I'm changing. Oh, no. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm going Baltimore because Baltimore's run game is absolutely violating the last six weeks. I don't know if people have been watching. They ran JK for, Dobbins. They ran for what? 400 last week? I think, four, I think 400 with three people total. So, I don't know. And they still, and another thing is, they don't have Mark Ingram in the mix. This is Edwards, Dobbins, and then Lamar. So I'm, go, I'm going with Lamar. Um, I'm going with Baltimore. I'm switching it up. Um, I said I wasn't going to do that, but I have to because I want to see Lamar win so bad. Um, I think, like I said, I think if Baltimore can get a lead, that forces Tannehill to make some tough throws and things like that. So I can see it on both sides. Why each team will win, but I'm gonna go with Baltimore on this one. Um, I think it's gonna be by four points or like you said, Phil, a kick. Because a lot of these playoff games, it's really not a blowout usually. It's these teams are so similar where if they get down by multiple scores, it's almost like you got them beat because they they rely so heavily on the run game. Like that's what happened last year. That's why Baltimore lost the game was because Tennessee stepped on their throat and went up multiple scores, and they completely took Lamar's running out of the game. If Tennessee does that again. Then yeah, like you said, I can, I'll be nervous. But if Baltimore does it, I. But to think what's crazy with Tennessee is we've seen this happen with them, and they still just keep feeding Derrick Henry, and they still come back. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a team that is so run heavy that can be down three possessions and still in out the game. But yeah, I'm that's still, and that's what it. That's what it means to go to your best players. Like oh yeah, if you if you been going to them all season and this shit's been working and you just disappear on them in the playoffs, that wouldn't make no sense whatsoever. No, hundred percent. Live and die. Live and die by your best players, man. All right. Y'all ready to kill me? I already know the nonsense is the nonsense is coming. We already know Neil Speck. <laughs> we got the Chicago Bears and the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Don't disrespect Kenny. What do you have? Enough right, well, is enough. You were Neil's, uh, you Neil are, says says Bears <laughs> over New Orleans. Neil says. Yep. You are Kenny. For picking against the Saints when they have been in the highlighted pickums, you are old for whatever. Right, because pick. I've even I've even do picked them. Right. Wait, <laughs> even when I picked them, I'm wrong. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Think about that. I picked them, so I just I so you should hope that I don't pick you. Is yeah, what you man. should hope. No. My my three words are are you ready? <laughs> Drew's last ride. It ends on Sunday. It ends on Sunday. Wow. That Listen is- to the list of the last three quarterbacks you've lost to in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Case Keenum. 
We're going to add one Mitch Trubisky to the list this week. <laughs> Four mediocre guys are going to be the reason why Drew Brees did not get another ring. And I will not be more excited than to save you a spot on the couch right next to me, Lawrence. I'm so, I just, I'm so it's, disappointed. It's, oh, you shouldn't be, Lawrence. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. So the, Khalil Mack is going to live in the backfield. David Montgomery is going to have a field day. It's going to be a beautiful thing. I go have a field day on on the top five rushing defense. That's right. listen, oh. man. When when oh. the Saints get to the playoffs, they're not the same team. Oh my goodness! Uh, what you could be a week to week fan, but history tells you no. That's just out the window. This this is out the window. It's Super Bowl time. So 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 history tells you when the Saints get to the playoffs, something happens, and it just all goes to shit. And it's it's gonna happen this week. Mitch Trubisky gets his first playoff wins. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Well, the chat's gonna be entertaining. They're not. Go ahead, go ahead, Phil. Go ahead, Phil. My three words is going to be uh, Saints Redemption Song because, like Kenny mentioned, we've seen this all too many times. And the Saints – Since 2017. They, they should be able to get at least one win in the playoffs as of late or at least have a successful playoff run. And I think this year is the year with Drew Brees possibly, you know, leaving after this year. So they deserve at least one good playoff run. It depends on the team, but I think it'll, it'll happen since they're going to force Trubisky to make some throws. And we all know how Mr. Trubisky's record is. So I have them winning by a touchdown. Not too confident there. Oh. A touchdown is the well, Only a touchdown. Only well, that's six points. Yeah, it's one possession. It's going to be a lot closer. Oh, think. man. We got the best roster in football. Mike T is. What? No, Mike. Yeah. What? Why not? I'm not sure if you've met this team from Kansas City, but they make that shit look beautiful. I'm talking about I'm talking about from top to bottom. The drum yeah. is beautiful in New Orleans. And it's very beautiful in Kansas City. Yeah, because you watch how they mother you they play. It was a beautiful roster when Alex Smith was there. But Holmes just took one to the next level. Oh man, listen. Saints got Saints got one of the most one of the most crazy rosters in the league. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to give you to Chiefs because Chiefs are the Chiefs, Raymond Chance, blah, 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 blah. But me personally, I think that the Saints have the best roster in football. From top to bottom, DNs, D-tackles, linebackers, safeties. They're not better. Chris Jones is a better D-tackle. Frank Clark is a very comparable D-end to what you got. (laughs) The Saints They got got a better quarterback, better running back. The receiving core as a whole is better. You said the better what? Better running back? Well, as a, the running back unit, running back unit. Kamara, Kamara is a better player. Kamara and Latavius, Latavius you don't watch, I, I you don't would, watch the I, whole games, though. You don't watch. I, I'm I, not going to blame you. I would take Bell and CEH over just the two of them over Kamara and Murray. I would take Kamara over everybody in that group, <laughs> but I take the I take the committee in no, Kansas City. No, no way, no way. Okay, as what are you saying? As defense going to the third because they go to the third and fourth running backs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like because okay. they have they have 
because they're deeper is what I'm saying. Kamara is the best I'm gonna, player. I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna disagree with you on that because I just don't I just can't agree. Um you also have I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw it in there just because um if you want to talk about third uh depth at running back, you can say Taysom Hill and then they're not better than them. So Taysom Hill. Oh you can consider him a running back because he comes in there as quarterback power and his his money. But um going like you said DNs, uh, you got they're comparable. That's you got I mean. Davenport, you have Cam Jordan, you have Trey Hendrickson, um, you have Shy Tuttle, you have Sheldon Rankins. The Saints defensive line is like five, six, seven deep. People don't really realize that. So I don't know. I watch these little things. I watch and but Kawan oh, Alexander going down too was big. Because that that was that was crushing tearing his uh, Achilles, but um, for the Saints, um, who that nation, man? Who that nation? Plain and simple, Saints uh, come in, they're home, um, and I, me personally, I think they come out and they dominate um, from the kickoff when the ball goes in the air and whoever catches it. If we got to if we play defense first or offense first, it don't matter. Mitchell is not going to know what hit him. He's going to probably be knocked out the game by the third quarter. Um, the DBs are on a mission too. Shout out to Chauncey Gardner Johnson for getting punts the last time they played him. He's been charged up on Twitter. So I'm gonna take the Saints um by two possessions. It'd be funny if Nick Foles comes out of nowhere and just saves the Bears. No. Nick Foles doesn't want no smoke. Nick Foles saw the Saints in 2018. Eagles would not win a thing. That team was not that good. <laughs> Nick Foles almost beat you this year. They upgraded the quarterback position. Just saying. Just saying. Almost don't matter at this point. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He's not the quarterback anymore. They upgraded the position. Because <laughs> if Daniel they Jones, were a quarterback away. Daniel Jones almost almost beat the Rams and Bucks. It don't matter now anymore. They're out of the playoffs. Yeah, we'll talk about that one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but going from the last game, uh, big Good upset. Game. We got yeah, one more game. Oh, just one. I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one. Um, we got Tampa Bay against the Washington football team. Um, so who we got? What you thinking, Kenny? What you thinking over there? Um, I'll go. Neil has football team over Tampa Bay. Um, and I'm going back to Tampa because you're losing. What Chase Young say? I want Tom. Give me Tom Brady. And I love all, it, young man. And then all the old heads. Watch what you wish for, but they have acted like they have not watched him dominate tackles, play in and play out all season. The only one who I saw who loved it was my man Nick Wright on First Things First. That's why I love the guy. He said said that that's great. He goes, and guess what? When Chase Young gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, we're going to look back on this and say his rookie year, he called out the greatest to ever do it. I completely agree. That's the confidence you want to see out of a guy like that. Even if they come out and get punched in the mouth, that's what you want to see. You don't want to see him running scared saying, I don't want to play Tom Brady. No. Uh, and I, I really, I love Washington football team, their makeup to beat Tampa Bay because they're just going to get after the quarterback and Tom Brady in his old age has shown. If you get in his face, he cannot make plays. So time and time again. Exactly. That so is, That is the formula to stopping that man. You get yes. a he does not want to be a quarterback anymore. 
And yes, that's everyone. Well, that's every quarterback's weakness. Yes, you're right. But the difference in how well he plays when he has a clean pocket and how bad he plays when he doesn't have a clean pocket is huge. So as long as you get in his face, which I think they're going to be able to do, I think they're going to keep this game close enough. And if you let a team like Washington hang around long enough to believe that they can win the game, they will win the game. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to win this one late by three or four. I don't know if they'll kick a field goal to win it or if they'll have to score a touchdown at the end. What you got? My three words is going to be uh, TB squared. So technically three words, but three, two, three letters. No, that's fine. <laughs> I got um, Tampa Bay winning in the close one because I'm at the end of the day, Washington, they're a decent football team, but we got to remember that NFC East is still a, a trash or not as good division as everyone else. And they're still an, 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 uh, under 500. So they're not as good as almost advertised because I like, I like them. They have a good defense. Like, Kenny said, but I believe it's going to be a game where Tampa gets a, a huge lead, maybe like 20 something, and then Washington comes back, but they fall short at the very end. So I have them doing that type of game. And Tom Brady makes enough plays for them to win the game, but maybe an error here or two or there. So I got Tampa Bay in a close one. Um, this is why I've been hearing all, all season. One thing in the playoffs. It's two things that travel well. It's a running game. Defense always travels in the playoffs. Always travels. The Monstars are coming. These these guys are seven, seven roster spots deep on the defensive line. That means that there's going to be three fresh bodies coming. Like, Have you guys ever watched a Washington game? Yes, numerous and times. Have you seen what the – I don't know who the DN coach is or what the D-line coach, but the but way – He needs to have a head coaching job next year. The way he <laughs> wrote – listen, the way he rotates them, this should be illegal to have this many um, this many defensive ends at this caliber. Like, he had Ryan Kerrigan come and finish the game off last week, and Ryan Kerrigan, I did not see him on the field the entire game. Like, that means that he's going with five guys and then he has six, seven, eight to come and finish you off. That's scary. Um, I think Washington team, uh, they win this um, in a big, shocking fashion. I think it's going to be um, – I'm going with two possessions, at least nine points. I think they'll win by at least nine points. Um, I think they find a way to get a turnover um, by, by the hands of Tom Brady or Rojo. I feel like Rojo gets like a fumble six or something when they're backed up and then it gets, it gets the Washington team going. So that's what I'm going with for that. But um, what's your, what's your guys' favorite game um, that you guys are going to be watching for Saturday or Sunday? Uh, that one right there. That one? Um, I, yeah. I just, I, I want to see what that defense does to Tom Brady. I just, I, I like, I, I love that defense and I think it's going to be a fun game. I, well, I think it's going to be a boring game. I don't think it's going to be a lot of scoring mm-hmm. because I, but I think it's going to be fun to watch Tom Brady get thrown around like a rag doll. Uh, also, too, what people aren't really bringing up is Mike Evans, that injury looked ugly against Atlanta. Like they're saying it's a day to day thing, there's no structural damage, mm-hmm. but he couldn't even stand up on that league. So if he's going to play Sunday, which it sounds like he's going to play or Saturday, whenever the game is, it's not going to be a 100% Mike no. Evans. So I'm I'm very curious to see how that plays and out. Bruce Arians got the nerve to say uh, Mike Evans at 80% is better than 
uh, majority of the league or some something done like that. He must be covering up because everybody saw that. I even know as a as a football player, if my leg goes like that, I'm concerned, and nobody yeah. and nobody's like pushing me or touching me or anything. That's the worst thing. He like he tried to stand on it three times and kept falling down. So I I don't understand. I don't know. There's no way you can tell me that he's going to be good to go at 100 percent, even 80 percent on Saturday. It's not. I don't believe it. Things be more of a decoy then. If yeah, to throw him out there. Yeah, but, if if he might, bro, that that was nasty. Like his his knee went at like a whole bend. Like body's not supposed to go like that. I don't know. I was watching that um just from the red zone and they kept playing it. I'm like, oh no. He dropped. He was wide open and dropped the ball. Like if it wasn't that bad of an injury, he still would have caught the ball and been hurt. Like he was wide open and dropped the ball. That's how bad he hurt his leg. So I don't. I don't know. Not a good look if you're the Bucks. So um my pick of the week for the games will probably be um, the Rams versus Seattle. Cause knowing all three of us and Neil, you know, the, the group chat will be on fire during that entire game, especially if the Rams are losing. So that's the game I'm looking forward to this week. Big loss by the Rams. Big loss for sure. They're out of here. Get Walmart out of there too. Wally, Wally world. What's his, what's his first name? Wall Street. John. John. Yeah. John Walmart. You out of there. <laughs> it's over for you. You're done. Um, for me, it's gonna be Tennessee and Baltimore. Um, I don't know what it. I think it's the jerseys for Baltimore for me. I just love seeing the all black jerseys. Like I don't know what it is. I kind of want to. I was I was actually in the mall and I wanted to buy a Lamar Jackson jersey, but then I remembered I only got like a Camara jersey and it'll be like treason if I don't buy another Saints uh, Saints jersey. So and I still gotta buy Tom Brady's jersey. <laughs> I was actually that's what I was actually looking for I was in the um in the mall I was hoping that they had like a throwback or something they didn't have it because I gotta and, I gotta hold to my word you know and Lawrence is the jinx anytime he gets a Saints player jersey they get shipped away I got Kamara no they, yeah but before that Jimmy Graham gone Reggie Bush gone <laughs> I missed that Reggie Bush jersey yeah. my dumb ass went and played football with that shit and they got ripped I'm mad. <laughs> Reggie was the man, for real. Um. So, what uh, what what upsets do you think is gonna happen, out Kenny, outside of the nonsense you said? Because that's a real upset. The Brown, the Bears and the Saints. It's preposterous. Well, I picked the uh the football team over Tampa Bay, but mm-hmm. I talked about that one a lot. Um, and I picked um. Baltimore over Tennessee. I don't. Well, I don't know who's favorite in that, but Tennessee is the division winner. So technically, I guess that's an upset. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, realistically, I feel like the only games that would be real upsets would be if Washington won or if Chicago won, because everything else, I mean, everyone's pretty evenly matched at this point. So yeah, um, right now, Baltimore is favored to win. Yeah. See, so like the they're the underdog. Yeah. Like their their seed makes them an underdog, but it's not even an upset. So the only two upsets I picked, I guess, would be Chicago and Washington. Oh, the kicker, um, Gakowski, he's got COVID. That's why he was out, and they got um, yeah, Sloman, Sloman from the Rams. Almost, almost cost him everything. Well, almost cost him, but you know what he did cost Derrick Henry. Eric Dickerson's record. I didn't even notice it. 
uh, I was listening to some sports podcast, and they were saying if they went to overtime and Derrick Henry got the ball, he would he was in like spitting distance of catching Eric Dickerson for the rushing record. Yeah, because it was like um, two. What is it? Twenty one oh nine, I think. Because I looked it up during the game. I think that was yeah. that, that was his um his from scrimmage. So that would have been kind of crazy if they went to overtime and Derrick Henry <laughs> broke the record. Yeah, facts. Um. We got um we got another thing coming as far as draft. Everybody's settling in for their picks. We got the Eagles throwing games because they really suck. Um, what do y'all think about the coaching vacancies that are coming up? Um, and who are who do you think are some good candidates um for those jobs? So we got we got the Jets, we got the Chargers, um and Jags, then, and then the Jags. And the Falcons and the and- Texans. Falcons and Texans. So you got five jobs open. And right the now. Lions. And the Lions. Six jobs open right now. Six out of the what? Six out of the thirty. Thirty-two. In the league? Thirty-two in the league. Um, so who do you guys think are some good candidates for like each spot? I don't know if you guys know like all the candidates. I heard uh they said Urban Meyer is asking for a bag. Both yeah, that, but then Urban Meyer's people came out and said that's not true. So I don't know if that's someone leaking it. It might be someone in Jacksonville leaking it, hoping that no one else reaches out to Urban Meyer, too, because mm-hmm. I hear that Jacksonville is all in on Urban Meyer because they said if they couldn't get him, they wanted Ryan Day, the Ohio State coach, and he came out that same day and said, I'm not leaving Ohio State, so get that out your mind right now. Um, but Urban Meyer, I... Because there's a me, setup going up there. They're going to yeah, get it's, season, and then they're like, oh, you can't coach. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't... I don't even know if I like Urban Meyer at the NFL level, to be honest with you. Like, he's a guy who, because even in college, like, he's great, but only for a certain amount of time. Like, he has, he becomes stale. So, I don't know how he would work with professional grown men. Yeah. Um, But I, I like Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I liked him a lot, obviously, for Atlanta. But as an Atlanta fan, we, we never we never get the, the number one coaching option. So, I've taken that out of my head. Yeah, I think for him, honestly, the what's best his, situation his, to go with his roots, though. Where do you well, know? He, he he's a, a Andy Reid guy, but he played for the Chargers, who have an opening with a phenomenal young quarterback, Justin Herbert, and he's a running back guy, and he's got Austin Eckler there. Mm-hmm. I I think to me that's a match made in heaven. Now, does it suck that you have to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year? Yeah, but who's most likely to stop him would be the guy that's coached him for three years. So if I'm the enemy, I probably would stay, go to LA because I, I, your quarterback situation is solved. Uh, I like the Atlanta job too, for a lot of people, because you have Matt Ryan now and the number four picks, you can get your quarterback, but looking at it unbiased, I think the chargers might be the best job on the market. Yeah, definitely. Cause you yeah. got <clears throat> where you don't have to address, you don't have to use a traffic on a quarterback. You got right. you got your guy right there. You yep. can b- keep building around them, and you already got pieces too. Yeah, you just gotta wait for that um, defense to be healthy since the defense really took a hit last year and it caused them a lot of close games. Definitely, definitely. And the offense with Keenan Allen, uh, you already got a, g- a good quarterback set. Eckler and Justin Jackson. You just need someone um, to fill in that a spot of coach. Maybe um, Salah from the 49ers since. Their defense was really struggling. Maybe you could bring him in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy's pretty much loved to run the league, so anywhere he's go, he's going to make an impact on them. So, 
Side note about Salah. They said that he is bringing, he already made it known to everyone in his interviews. The guy who's going to be his offensive coordinator is a guy who's a positions coach in San Francisco who runs the same offense that Kyle Shanahan ran, which has been phenomenal in the NFL. RG3 had a, all pro year with it. Uh, Matt Ryan had his MVP season with it. Jimmy G got a bag because of it. I mean, this is, that's the offense that's taken off the NFL right now. So Robert Sell is really picking up a lot of steam and a lot of teams because they know we're going to get the defensive guy and we're going to get a great offense coming with it. Honestly, that's it. They just interviewed him yesterday and it's looking like a strong possibility, but I think he might actually end up in Detroit because Detroit is really looking for a defensive minded guy. Yeah, they need someone to help Jeff Okuda and that defense out. Yeah. Um, it's up Trey Flowers, I believe, too. So it's not yeah. a bad defense. Three names uh, three names that I kind of was seeing, too, um, in some articles. One that I just saw now um, was you got Greg Roman. He's the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you hear his name a lot. You got Byron Lefwich. Um, uh, Bruce Arians has always said, like, all his guys – he wants to keep building them up so they can go get head coaching jobs. And he's getting a lot of minorities under him too. Um, and then you also have one guy that I kind of have a love hate with because he's one of the coaches on my team um, is Dennis Allen. He's a DC for the saints. And he calls, he calls good games. I feel like um, sometimes he can be inconsistent in close games, but um, for the most part, he's helped put, put together that defense. You got you want to yeah. Lattimore, Davenport, Hendrickson, Alex Anzalone, like so. Yeah, also but, side note. Yeah, uh, his his name's his name always pops up in the off season or during the playoffs. Um, Josh McDaniels from the Patriots. Everyone yep. usually needs an offensive mind, and I don't know if he's committed to the Patriots hundred percent, but he's also going to be a name that everyone's going to throw in there as well. I'm glad you said that, Phil, because Dennis Allen and Josh McDaniels remind me of very similar guys where I think they're great coordinators. I don't think they work as head coaches. Dennis Allen, we saw him in in Oakland. He was awful. I mean, granted, it was Oakland. Like, no one was really doing well in Oakland, Mm -hmm. but just – it was bad. Like, they weren't even competitive. And we saw – we saw McDaniel and Dunry, exactly. Granted, his quarterback was Kyle Orton. I'll give you that. But still – it just again, it wasn't good. I think those are two guys that thrive only having to worry about one side of the ball. I don't think that they're ready to run a whole team yet. Yeah. And, and Byron and- Leftwich, Byron Leftwich is a guy that I I remember when the Falcons first fired Dan Quinn. I mentioned his name because I thought that the Bucks were going to take off and he was going to gain a lot of steam. I think the Bucks and the whole Tom Brady controversy of is he calling plays? Is he not calling plays? I think that really hurt Byron Luftwich this year. And I think we'd be hearing his name a lot more for him for that. Yeah. I think, I think that was going to happen regardless um, because you know, the media, they're going to get, they're going to push whatever they want. Oh, Tom has got it. Tom is the greatest ever. So he's got to be doing whatever he wants. So I think that was going to happen. Whoever was the offensive coordinator. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, Then you got Jason Garrett too is getting, is getting some, he's getting some steam. He's getting some steam again. I don't know this boys club. Like, I don't. Does know. it make sense to me? Is he was bad in Dallas in a decade, the, the, and then the Giants just went six and ten. It's not like he turned the Giants around. Like I could understand if he turned them around, but if he ends up being the coach, uh, if the if the Falcons hire Jason Garrett, I'm not watching football. What did what's today? January fifth at nine fifty six p.m. 
if the Falcons hire Jason Garrett, I'm no longer watching professional football because it's ridiculous. The man should not be sniffing a head coaching job, and we're and he's getting interviews. What? Did you have an interview with right now? Was it the, was it the Lions or someone else? No, it was the Chargers. Chargers. He's gonna go there and ruin them. What? It's if you have a young quarterback, why are you bring this guy in? Well, my what? thing is, my thing is too. I don't know. Sometimes like. <sighs> I don't know. Because okay. Dallas, now I'm thinking about Dallas, right? Was it really him? Because we're seeing them, they have their roster is phenomenal. They got the players, but they're tight garbage. At this point, I don't think we can blame the coaches any further because Mike McCarthy has one year, but then they say, Oh, this is what's gonna happen. Oh, they're gonna be great now. And they get there and they're just bad. Like the defense is bad. Okay, granted, but Jason Garrett went to he New York this year, and Daniel Jones got worse. That is true. He did get worse. <laughs> Daniel Jones played more games and had worse numbers this year. Oh yeah, they were they were struggling a bit with Dak too because they, they 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 had to come back from games like late as well. So, like you said, like you said, it, some of these coaches like are better as um, compartment coaches. Yeah. yeah, like when they coach, they're not they're not made to be the the head of everything because that's way more pressure to actually do that. Like you need personalities like BA. Like BA will call out any player on the roster and he does not care. And some, some coaches won't even do that. Like Sean Payton, Sean Payton will call out a player on the roster. Like that he doesn't care. Bill Belichick, he will get up there with the player in the press conference and say, you suck. You need to do better. Dark horse candidate this year is uh, Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator from uh, Carolina. He's been getting a lot of interview requests the past mm-hmm. couple of days. I, um, I think it's pretty early to be giving him head coaching jobs because he was literally just the pass game coordinator at LSU last year, offensive coordinator this year, and now he might be a head coach next year. But everyone's looking for the next McVay. And I guess when you look at it, though, it is kind of impressive that with that offense minus Christian McCaffrey this year, he had three receivers go for over a thousand yards and Mike Davis went for over a thousand yards. So that's yep. 4,000 yard guys in your offense and realistically Terry Bridgewater had an awful year in comparison to last year. So yeah, I got to give the guy his credit. He, he is doing something right. So mm-hmm. maybe teams are just trying to strike now before his name becomes huge. So yeah, shout out, we'll see. Even though I don't want to shout them out because they in the NFC South, but the, I, I don't like the Panthers. They make me nervous. Yeah, no. The thing is, the the Panthers have been like, they've they're like how the Bucks were for a while. Like, oh, they're they're up and coming. They're up and coming. But well, when they're gonna? I don't know when they're gonna be here. (laughs) Yeah. And what's the name? Got his money if he gets hurt next year. Hmm. Gotta start talking about it because it's gonna be. Is he gonna be another Zeke? Where he gonna stop running as fast? Stop breaking tackles. Stop juking. Yeah, that running back, that running back life is tough, and I think they were holding him out on purpose. Yes, I think one hundred percent they were holding him out. I think he was ready to go, and they said there's no point. Yeah, okay, just a slight note mm-hmm. about Zeke. I think they showed during one of the games is like ever since he got drafted, Zeke's like yarded yards total has been going down. Every, almost, every, I mean, not almost, but like every single year it's been going down and down and down and down. So that's but that's what happens, like. When people watch the like people watch the game, he get like they think the money, the contract equals their body. Their body is not that ninety million dollars to hundred million dollars. He's he touched the ball how many times in his first three years? Twelve hundred. That's great. Right. It's almost like 
That's grown men hitting you over and over and over and over again. Like when you're it's running back, you're going for your contract. You're looking to get compensated for what happened to you prior. Like you're mm-hmm. not like pay me because it's what I'm gonna do. It's like no, pay me because it's what you put me through. Like yeah. when you're a quarterback or another position, it's like well, if you pay me, I'm gonna be great for still five more years. No, running back is like I've been great for five years. You've been paying me pennies. Pay up because I'm about to get run off the field. Yeah, exactly. like we saw it with Zeke. We saw it with Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just what it, it just it is what it is. Like that's how it is, but. I think it's um I think as a running back position, me playing it and shit like that, it's tough to watch how they like how they do things because it's the the position is so important, but they make it so small. Like it matters so much. Like Derrick Henry is showing that. Like he has the Titans on his back. Without without Derrick Henry, what do you get the Titans wins year in and year out? We've seen the Titans without Derrick Henry. It's when they had uh, Marcus Mariota and Deion Lewis. They, Four and they twelve. Right, exactly. We've Five seen and it 11. before. Looking real bad out there. Six and ten at best. Man, oh man. But um, going from there, man, um, we got – what is Black Monday? That's all the coaches being fired on the Monday after the, yeah. the last game. That's what they call it. It's like Black Friday. Yeah, they call it Black Monday because the, 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 the Monday. Yeah, the the Monday after Week Seventeen, they fire all them damn coaches. Yeah, I was wondering. Wow. Like, like two coaching games. Like, oh, uh, okay. Oh man, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We switched it up. Um, if we know, we no, we you know, we got to talk about this on the list. What we got to talk about? The New York Giant fans really being upset that the Eagles didn't put them in the playoffs. Let's because I'm really, because I'm really confused. Giant it wasn't fans. on the schedule, but Kenny it wasn't can make space for. We it. we gotta make space for it because I'm just really wondering. I had to sit up in Wait, my hold chair. Hold on, he sat up in the chair because because I'm I'm really just wondering how you're really gonna be upset at the Eagles. Now, first of all, even if we keep Jalen Hurts in the game, we're only a five nine and one. It's not like we were a great team, anyways. You're gonna be mad at me. Because I didn't beat someone to finish your dirty work when you finished six and ten. Do you know what that means, New York? That means you won six games and you lost ten. Do you know how you could have got to the playoffs? One of those ten games, just one. Score more points than the other team. I don't know. Maybe it's a crazy concept. But but if if, right, or even tie. But if my team is six and ten. I, I can't fix my fingers to go on Twitter and Facebook and cry that another team blew it for me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And everyone, Oh, Peterson blew the game. He was trying to give it up. I mean, honestly, yeah, he probably did. I'm not going to say he didn't, that's but, you go but, but, let's, but let's be real too. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl with a back quarterback before. Like he probably thought like, I'm going to outsmart them. I'm putting Nate Sudfeld and we're going to win this game. And I'm going to go down as the greatest coach ever. Like he, he, the guy, that's just, he's arrogant. Like he, he wrote a book on being a winner after he won a Super Bowl in his second year. Like what else have you accomplished, bro? Like that's just, that's his personality. So I'm not blaming Doug Peterson. I'm not blaming Philly. It's whatever. We've seen teams tank all the time. Pittsburgh benched all their starters and no one cared because they were locked in the playoffs. So because the Eagles don't have a game next week, they're just supposed to try to help you get in the playoffs. No, sir. Win more football games. Win more football games. Plain and simple. I'm tired of hearing the Giants fans. I'm tired of hearing, you know, shout out to Washington football team. Those fans, they've been through a lot. They got their logos tripped. 
Bad quarterback after bad quarterback. RG3. Like, their quarterback that is the quarterback now almost ended his, like, his life was almost ended. He almost had to get his shit amputated. Like, you hear, and I, I know a couple, I know a couple of Redskins are football team fans, my fault. But the Cowboys fans, the Eagles fans, and the Giants fans, let me tell you something. Y'all are the worst sports fans on the planet Earth of all sports that are played at the professional level. There is no, there is, I don't think there's any more fans that are more entitled to winning when they haven't won anything. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play a what if scenario here because if Diggs doesn't go down that sideline, you guys don't win a Super Bowl because you're not beating the Saints. The Saints would have beat the dog shit out of you guys. You guys have not have, you guys have not had any type of consistency since winning that Super Bowl. I am tired of it. I'm I'm sick of it. Giants fans too. You guys I said it before. I'll say it again. The worst thing that happened for Philly was winning the Super Bowl. It, a lot of teams. A lot of teams. The only like the only team that we see remain dominance, or we're gonna see it again. Um, you got the Chiefs now. The Chiefs keeping the roster together. People are taking pay cuts because they know the greater good. And the Patriots, Patriots dynasty, over and over again. Bills like we're gonna win. We don't need you anyway. I send you to the I send you to um I send you to the Browns. They're 0 and 16. I don't care. I don't need you. I'm gonna win anyway. Like that's how the coaches need to be versus um sacrificing the entire the entire future for the taking all this money from the team, bro. Like it, for me personally, if I'm in that situation, I'm be like I'm trying to win. When it's all said and done, and you're a starter or something, or you're impactful on the team, I'm gonna take the pay cut because I want to win. But when yeah. won the Super Bowl, we've seen it for how many years? The teams are never hurt again, or they they go into rebuild mode after two years. After because they they pay all their old guys that won on the Super Bowl, think that they're going to run it back again. It, yeah. it, it hurts, but sometimes you got to say thank you for your service. Time to get out of here. Eagles, um, the Eagles roster is just just it's old too, like horrible. Peter, the the roster is, and they want to, and they say they can win. It's horrible. Let yeah, listen, it, free, listen. Free my man once, man. Once for <laughs> free my man. Y'all do not, y'all do not deserve him as a quarterback, as a player. You guys do not. Don't. You don't. You see what Aguilar did? Aguilar went for 900. Yep. 900. He left y'all and he did better because you guys were the problem. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. There was like a report that the, that the relationship between Wentz and Philly might be saved or something like that. Well, I I didn't see what say, but I saw the Howie Roseman said he didn't think it was beyond repairs, so he wasn't getting rid of him yet. But whatever that means. But um, just want to jump back to the Giants quick because mm-hmm. Lawrence was saying about how they're entitled and everything. And you know, I was also you know as I was doing my research and looking at stuff too, like do we all realize the the Bears were only eight and eight and got the last wild card spot? So if you really were that good or that it got the all you had to do was exactly. win eight games to push the. So you only won six games. Shut up. 
You lost your division, and you weren't even good enough to compete for a wild card spot. And the last wild card spot was only eight wins. So that's really what blew my mind. I was like, you know what? The Bears only did eight and eight. If you were that good, you would have caught the Bears. So you couldn't catch the football team. You couldn't catch the Bears. But you needed the five, nine, and one team led by a backup quarterback anyways to win the game. A backup, backup quarterback. <laughs> that's like, see, but Jalen Hurts was – that like Jalen Hurts was a proven, oh, this guy, he's going to win every game. He's in. He only played three weeks anyways, he and he had, had two good weeks the, and one mediocre week. If they have the same roster um, – I'm sorry. They're gonna have. They're gonna be. They're gonna run him out of town too. He's gonna. Be, if it's the same roster, you have Jason Peters that's holding your. You're holding your left tackle spot hostage right now. He wants like a, a 25 year old um, left tackle, premier Tyrone Smith contract. Like Bro, he's uh, he's insane. They're already running Jalen Hurts out of town. I've already seen people that are Eagle fans that were calling for Wentz's job saying, I want Wentz back. Wentz is my quarterback. Bro, three weeks ago it was Hurts for president, and Hurts is my quarterback. Now, oh, oh, because we saw that it wasn't Carson Wentz that was the problem, right? Oh, almost like the rest of the world has been trying to tell you for the whole season, right? Please. The biggest Fairweather fans I've ever seen live in that division and giant fans another thing bro mid-season you guys told me we suck we're tanking we're gonna get a top 10 draft pick now all of a sudden we're max we didn't make the playoffs which one is it that sounds familiar but I agree. Uh, it does the, sound familiar the, Phil. The they mid, sound like you the mid low the mid low tier high mid level <laughs> but like they had three wins That's and they were all oh this season's over we suck yada 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 and then last week i see them all on facebook fly eagles fly fly eagles fly we're going to the playoffs and oh eagles you. you cheat like come on bro which one you guys said you were done watching football for people that are done watching football you got real upset sunday night it's true all right do you guys see what um eli manning said oh my goodness that well, mediocre was, bum that hilarious oh this is why we hate the eagles yeah, I think so. yeah. I think so. yeah, nonsense, bro. Nonsense, nonsense. Why'd you hold your? Why'd you hold the New York Giants hostage for the last three years of your career, or the four years? Come on, man, you should have left. You were terrible. This is why we don't like the Giants. Come on, man. Yeah, I think someone retweeted it too. I think one of the Eagles players. Yeah, because it was. I think it was like Saquon, Saquon or Darius Slayton like tweeted like. What am I watching right now? And then he replied with, "This is why we hate the Eagles." And then, like I think, an Eagle player went back. And Tory Smith put it perfect too. It's, yeah, yeah. They, uh, Tory Smith um, tweeted today too because he's been seeing you know, everyone go out there talking about, "Oh, they ruined the integrity of the game." He said it perfectly. He said he's been on plenty of teams that Week 17 were not playing for a playoff spot, and he said they were not into that game at all. So any of these former players that are talking like Doug Peterson committed some sort of mortal sin is lying to the public. Yeah. Say it's like unwritten rule or whatever. Especially, especially if it was like in your division, they're going to do everything in their power, especially if they don't really like each other. Because Washington, like Washington really doesn't have a rivalry with the other three. Like they're just there. Right. Like they don't like them, obviously, but like it's not, it's not as big as the other three. But like if the Eagles or the Cowboys got a chance to screw over the, the Giants, Oh, yeah, that's really going to do that. Listen, if the Falcons were in a situation where if we had a win to get the Saints in, I would pray that the Falcons did everything in their power to lose that week. Why Why do I want to be the reason you got in the playoffs? Do you know how terrible that is? I ruined my draft pick, and I get to watch my rival play in the playoffs next week? What? <laughs> nah. 
not happening. Oh, man. Any, uh, so in closing, any any words for the people? I know Kenny just had to address the NFC Lease fans out there. You got any, y'all got any word, last words for playoff week coming up? Fields for president. Fuck the Rams. Fields for presidents. He said what? Fuck the Rams. <laughs> ah, let's go. Shout okay, to, Neil. Yeah, shout out to Phil for picking the Saints when it was the pickums. You feel me? All season, holding it down. I see you, bro. I see you. He's trying to get on your good side. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm still employed by IBT. That's why. Um, Are you going to check for this? Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> hey, man, listen. We Listen, we working. We working. Don't, listen. It's coming. But um, like I said, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, rocking with us. Um, man, what are we? How many episodes deep we are for the NFL? We started week three. We started a little bit late. Three, but... four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And now we're on to so we're at what, sixteen. Sixteen. Wow. We, we made it, man. We get we're improving the quality of this every time. Um I hope COVID is is gets a little bit better um to where we can actually meet up um when everybody's comfortable with that. That, that's gonna be fun uh, in person. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie; I'm gonna probably have to ha- sit across from Neil because if he's sitting next to me, I might punch him or slap him. That's why we had the IRL sports. <laughs> the IR, IRL, IRL sports coming soon. He said, uh, "Kenny, he said he wants to see route running against um, against uh, Neil, you and Neil, route run catch." It. Y'all don't want to. Y'all don't want to see this dead body in action. <laughs> Hey man, you get to, you get to watch Julio every week. You should have you should have a good route running. Forget Julio, Kelvin, baby, best route runner Kelvin. in the league. Hey, that's that's my guy. All right, man. Um, we appreciate y'all for tuning into IBT Esports Podcast. We'll catch you at another date. Ooh.